0: Thanks again for joining me. This is Kelly Murphy Jennings, downtown at the Timber Inn. It was 15 years ago, and I was at a family event, and I was sitting next to my dad, and um, our family events were um, loud. (laughs) Lots of, this was an Italian event, and there were many um, wonderful, um, louder than typical people around, but we, we, they just talk over each other. And, um, similar to like the Greek, Greek wedding movie, lots of love, lots of food. Um, but you know, I, I was sitting there and my dad and I were in, in just having our, eating our food on our laps and, and we were looking around and I just, and I made it just made a, um, observation. And I said, dad, do you realize nobody here is divorced? And he looked around and I looked around. And I remember he looked at me and he kind of laughed and he shrugged his shoulders and he goes, you think everybody's happy? And I thought about that because the truth is I was struggling in my own marriage early. And um, not because the person wasn't wonderful. It's because the combination wasn't wonderful, right? And um, it just wasn't the correct love and the right people. But I um, didn't know what to do and my family was saturated in Roman Catholicism, I was, and there were no divorces. And I don't know about anybody else, but I wasn't doing it. I mean, I wasn't gonna make a move um, till somebody else went first, and my brother did. (laughs) Patrick went first, and as soon as he did, I was like, I'm out. Because I knew for me, I wasn't living authentically because, you know, I hear lots of folks from my era, and me included, and I try not to do it anymore, Um, beat up the generation that raised us that they didn't leave us many tools, but I've been able to notice they left us a lot of tools. They really did, and um, you know, I think my dad might have been more Buddhist than I gave him credit for, or my grandmother, and actually it's just mindfulness, Um, and they did. They left us a ton of tools. They really did. How to live well was being shown to me on a daily basis. How to be married. My parents did that great, i got to be honest with you, I looked for that relationship until I met my my wife. My wife now, um, she is a lot like my dad. Her heart, her her work ethic and her moral compass, her name happens to also be Patricia. (laughs) My dad's name is Patrick, but that, you know, those neat coincidences and, but you know, I remember that day and it makes me think about the changes I've made and, um, you know, getting... Getting divorced late in life, man, that was tough, you know, because for me, there's divorce weight, right? I see that. But I went, I go skinny because I couldn't, I just, I couldn't believe what was going on. I was scared. Um, and and I don't have those attachments to food that some people do. And I I, fear, I feel for you. I see that that's a real struggle. Um, so I just, I just didn't eat. I just turned it off. So I got down to about 115 at one point, you know, size zero jeans. Um, redid the wardrobe, but then, then I had to figure out how to meet somebody. Are you kidding me? So I had no idea how to do this well. So I paused and honestly for me, and I don't know how to explain this well, but I am attracted to the heart. So I dated both men and women. I did, I dated men for a long time and I love men and I love women. I fall in love with the heart. But I also, I identify as a woman, and my pronouns are she and her. So I don't know where I fit in. And maybe that's why, I don't know, Wilmington's like the island of misfit toys, or that's how I see it, right? <laughs> a wonderful, eclectic space. But when I met my, my uh, going-to-be-new spouse, you know, I had had an opportunity to do that dating thing with the app. Oh, my golly. That was a nightmare for me. I didn't love it. But my brother, Patrick and I, he's a good, we we sadly don't have a good relationship at this time. But he's a funny guy. And uh, he said something to me that just cracked me the hell up. He said, you're not that disgusting. There's got to be somebody out there that would like you. (laughs) And I just, you know, siblings can say stuff that other people just can't say. It's just, I don't know. Because you take baths with them? I don't know. And it just cracked me up. And I hung on to that. I did, Patrick. Thank you. Because I did not have um, a lot of confidence in my um, in the looks, I didn't feel good about myself, and I don't feel I don't think I look like a model, but God no, I, but I feel like I can, you know, um, I have a B plus, you know, I put myself together pretty well, um, and I try to stay healthy, but that took a, a long time of healing for me, um, but the night I met my wife, and this is I got to tell you so, but well, I met my wife that night and uh, I walk into this restaurant and I sit down and I gotta tell you, I had not dated many because my rule was gonna be, um, if I met somebody and um, they could meet my kids, um, then that's somebody I would entertain, you know, taking it further. But if I did not meet somebody that was worthy of meeting my children and I hadn't till that point, um, being single doesn't, didn't scare me. And I don't know how to explain that, but I love my life. So, (laughs) you know, I have hobbies and I love my life and I like to do other things. And I wasn't afraid of that. You know, I really wasn't. Um, and so being alone doesn't scare me and it's entertaining, but I enjoy a partner. I enjoy, um, conversation and I enjoy sex, right? And I enjoy intimacy, um, and laughter and dancing and having, being dancing in someone's arms and having fun. But, but I was comfortable either way. So I walk into this dinner to meet this new person. And here's language I did not expect, right? Because prior to that, I had recognized very clearly that a lot of people still thought needy was sexy. And it's not. I was like, oh my gosh, there were so many people that were just like saturated and self-loathing. And um, it was, It's horrible. I was like, oh my gosh, you gotta find plan B, man. You gotta rise up. You know, the under 18, it's on them and they should have fixed it. They didn't, you gotta go to a therapist. Over 18, it's on you. You're in your 50s. Holy crow. But I meet Trisha. We sit down. (laughs) She orders scallops, my dad's favorite meal. So I'm like, that's a good start. And she says, I don't need you and I can't fix you. And I said, Thank God, and it just started a healthy, authentic relationship, and it's just abundant. And from that, and I, I fell madly in love with her, I did, her heart is so genuine. I, it's crazy. I remember driving home, and I said to a friend, I fell in I think I'm going to marry this one, but I don't remember what she looks like. That's the truth. I could, it was so mesmerized by her intelligence by her brain capacity and how she was so thought-provoking and also um, was interesting about all the different things she had studied. Um, It was just amazing, her different hobbies, and it was wonderful. Wonderful to meet somebody with such a colorful background, but yet such a strong presence. Um, And we have a wonderful marriage, and we've learned how to be married. And that's what I want to talk about. You know, my grandparents and parents taught me that. And I didn't recognize that until I needed to. And I gotta tell you something, needy isn't sexy. <laughs> and you know what it is for me? Getting up and creating a great day. And little hinges do swing big doors they have for me. And I don't know what will work for anyone else. I don't, but for me, creating a simple life, toning the volume down, equanimity, autonomy, right? And being mindful and learning and learning and learning and learning that why meditation is so powerful. And the monks are getting in the MRIs. Yeah, it's on YouTube. I'm posting it on my new website. It's called gratefulfinds.com. Part of this journey from sitting back at a place where my father said, is everybody I don't think everybody's happy. They weren't. I found out later. And neither was I, but I am today. I am and because I know I choose how I feel, just like the rest of us do, right? But to be the adults and to be adulting, you know, and to create abundance took a lot less and turning down the volume. The volume in my life was too loud the frequencies. So for me, I just want to say, look around, you know, my mom and dad were showing me and so were grandma and grandpa, how to be married. I do. I get up and I make breakfast for Trisha because she offers, she goes to work, you know, she physically goes, I do something just a little part-time and this woman, but I clean and I, you know, we have roles we do and we talk about it. We talk about how we each contribute, right? So we can identify how to, how to row together well. For me, putting to back together this beautiful vessel, when it fell apart, this puzzle, my body, right? Has been a process of healing and wholeness and just abundance. And there's, of course, there's ways of disappointment and sadness. But for me, as I move forward each day and, and take that deep breath, I think about the monks showing us in the MRIs that the oxygen with meditation heals the brains. So we can clear, clearly think as adults. <laughs> so thank you so much for your time and presence. And maybe a few of us can offer more suggestions. I'd love that I'm going to offer a forum on my website of what we each are doing to make each day better. For me, I focus on how to be married better. That's an important thing. How we each contribute kindly, you know? And I think about what my mom did, making my dad breakfast. So I get up and I do these kind small acts that feel wonderful. And not like I'm giving in to women's, you know, women's lib thing. No, it's a shift, right? Maybe we call it how the new ex-generation, let's do it differently, maybe. And I only check email maybe two to three times a week. Give the brain a break. (laughs) Anyways, thanks again. And namaste.